You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Mining companies with higher ESG ratings outperformed the broader market during the peak of the COVID-19 crisis, delivering 34% average total shareholder return over the past three years. That's 10 percentage points higher than the general market index. The figures come from PwC's 18th annual review of the top 40 mining companies in the world, Mine 2021, and it examines the global trends in the mining industry. Net profit in the sector was up 15%, cash on hand uh, up 40%, and market capitalization rose by nearly two-thirds to just a shade under one and a half trillion US dollars. Sadly, only one South African uh, company, Anglo, in that uh, top 10. And even that, I guess, uh, is debatable as to how South African it is nowadays. Andres Rousseau, PwC Africa Energy Utilities and Resources Leader, is on the line. Andres, welcome. It uh, certainly was a cracker of a year for commodities. No, it certainly was, Michael. And um, perhaps also from those South African entities, we, beyond Anglo-American, we've got four more in the top 40, which is actually a record since we started this publication. So very pleased on the back of gold and, and platinum. Mm. But you're right, the mining industry has performed exceptionally well. Profitability up as, as you gave those numbers and really standing strong. And that, I think the biggest finding of this report is the output for 2021, where we expect uh, EBITDA to go up by 40%. Um, revenue, excluding trading, up 29%. And profit uh, before tax and after tax, 68%. So a really strong industry performance with, with good prospects for the future. And I suppose shareholders are seeing that in the market caps coming through. Absolutely. And uh, with such strong performance, I guess, the question is, what do they do with this? The top 40 uh, sitting now on the largest cash war chest since 2013. The, the crisp question is, what are they going to do with all of this cash? That's really the, the question that we would love the industry to answer in a positive way. The capital allocation between what you do with the cash is key on the minds of all boards um, that we deal with and, and certainly in here. And we believe there's opportunity for the industry to focus on number of ESG initiatives um, focus on the energy transition with the cash, focus on, on market development, market differentiation, um, and, and really take the industry into the future to, to see the future that uh, this industry um, desperately need to do, but also the future that this industry has to create and has to support. Um, the, the green people around us, and, and I suppose we all count us as, as green and, and new in this light, but uh, the reality is that mining will have to continue growing in order to feel a green future, and the industry is poised to do that at the moment. And uh, the very good point that you raise, because if not now, if not when you're printing record amounts of cash, uh, then when, at a time when ESG is uh, is such a big focus. And if you look at what BHP was uh, saying, it expects the world's Paris-aligned emissions reduction targets to more than double the demand for copper and quadruple the demand for nickel over the next uh, 30 years. So it certainly could be a strong value driver. Do you see ESG altering M&A patterns from the conversations that you're having with these mining majors? We do see that. We see focus on companies or operations that can deliver into an ESG strategy um, in the acquisition or M&A position. We see a focus on countries where there's stability and, and if not stability, at least a yearning to aspire to good governance and good socioeconomic development. 
Um, now, mining can't change where the resources are located. That's, that's for sure, and you have to mine it where it is. But if you've got a choice between two different resources and two different places and how you're going to mine it, then we certainly believe that ESG should form part of that decision strategy. And I think it's a big conversation we have in South Africa at the moment. We, we've just gone up to stage four load shedding. And the question is, uh, what role can the mining industry play? Uh, what role can it be allowed to play? Because you chat to the Minerals Council and Roger Baxter reckons there's uh, anywhere up to uh, five gigawatts of potential power sitting on the sidelines in terms of projects waiting to come on stream, come online, if we had the right regulations in place, if we could amend Schedule 2 to a cap of 50 megawatts. In fact, I don't even know why we talk about a cap of 50 megawatts. We should just say it's uncapped at this stage and, and let the miners get on with it. I agree if you are suspect this position is so dire that um, uncapping that, liberating the energy market is really something that we need in this country. Uh, to allow self-generation, to allow local sharing. But it needs to come with appropriate regulation, so we, we cannot live in a old regulatory world. And you're right, there's lots of projects sitting on the sideline. Anglo-American Platinum's very nice 300 megawatt uh, project coming on stream. That's equal to three sort of normal soda and wind farms, um, which is massive. And if you can unlock that for the rest of the mining industry by allowing them to go forward with it, it can make a real difference to the country's energy crisis. And uh, I see through the report as well, looking at ESG, uh, there's a section here on ESG improving access to capital as well. Can you just elaborate on that? Yeah, if you look at uh, current um, funding rates, uh, the number of, of banks, uh, a number of funds have um, allowed to give lower interest rates for companies that's pro-ESG or, or ESG compliant. And we believe that trend will continue. I mean, you only need to attend one of our banks, AGMs, these days to see what pressure there are on the banking environment in order to, on the one side, only fund or on the other side, incentivize funding for green or ESG-friendly projects. And then that will continue. So the, the opportunity is really now. There are so many funds out there willing to invest at a discount into ESG-friendly projects. And tax is a big issue, obviously, at the moment with the G7 coming out in support of this global minimum tax rate of 15%. Uh, and interesting to note here, I mean, often when we talk about tax dodging it's, uh, or, or, or tax avoidance, not evasion, this is legal, but yeah. uh, setting up HQs in Ireland, for example, we think of tech companies. But mining companies, too, are concerned about tax policy uncertainty, but few are doing anything about it. It's interesting, the number of CEOs in the mining environment that was concerned about taxes 2019 was only 18%, 2020 uh, more than double, sitting at 38%. And really, why is that the case? It's because mining is making money at the moment and government wants to get their hands onto that money. And, and appropriately so. And I think we're fortunate in South Africa that our royalty regime is, is really progressive. So the fiscus shares in the the profitability of mines when prices are good and when prices are not so good they they don't take as much but you can see that mining companies are paying much more taxes and they are concerned that someone needs to fund the infrastructure development done in order to get the economies going to fund the, the COVID fight back mm. and the mining industry is an obvious target for that hence the concern 
mining companies, what we see in this publication, only 30% have proper total tax contribution disclosure. And we believe the mining entities need to tell the story. It's such a fundamental part of contribution to society, the taxes that they pay, direct and indirect royalties, and all the, the various type of taxes. They need to get that story out there to get yeah. credit on the one side, but also to sit at the table to discuss tax policy. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the risk capital providers uh, are, you know, they get a very thin sliver of the total overall value generated by mining companies. The bulk of it goes to paying salaries and wages, uh, paying the various administered costs like uh, ESCOM and, uh, and water, and then royalties over to the government as well. And then right at the end of that queue, you have shareholders who, uh, yeah. for a very long time before this commodity supercycle, were taking losses, we're taking pain. And I, I think it's a very important point that you raise about mining companies in Africa in particular being very proactive about tax transparency, which is also vital to ESG at the same time. Andres, a great pleasure sharing your insights into the latest uh, PwC Mine 2021 report, a uh, treasure trove chock full of very useful information. Take care.